Communications Manager for Sklo Center Region Library. We are located in the heart of downtown State College on the corner of Beaver Avenue and Allen Street. And this episode is dropping on Wednesday, November 27th, 2019. So one more day till Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving early. Hope everyone will have a great holiday. And if you're traveling, safe travels. Uh, just a reminder of Sklo's hours for Thanksgiving, SCLO will be closing at 6 p.m. On, we- on today, Wednesday, November 27th. And SCLO is closed on Thanksgiving Day, November 28th, as well as Friday, November 29th. And will be reopening on, at 9 a.m. on Saturday, November 30th. So just a reminder of that. And then Sunday brings December 1st. And December, we have some great... Uh, events and activities happening, including one that we're going we're gonna to be talking about today. The Penn State Thespians are going to be back at SCLO the weekend of December 7th and 8th. They're going to be doing three performances of Frog and Toad, the popular uh, children's book, their, their take on Frog and Toad. Uh, the Thespians will be in our community room on Saturday, December 7th for two performances, 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m., and then Sunday, December 8th. Uh, Frog and Toad will be at 2.30 p.m. And joining us today are the two co-chairs for uh, this year for Penn State Thespians, Rebecca Velez and Ryan Castillo. And they, um, Rebecca is a third-year marketing student at Penn State, and Ryan is a sophomore studying psychology at Penn State. And they you know, had a, a long love of theater and are doing a lot now with the thespians as they help bring, uh, you know, they do performances on campus, but also a couple performances each year at SCLO. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Rebecca and Ryan as we are getting ready for the Penn State Thespians production of Frog and Toad. I guess, first of all, can you uh, each talk about how you became involved with Penn State Thespians? And, and uh, Ryan, if you want to start. Yeah, um, I actually first heard of uh, Thespians um, when I came to orientation here. My uh, NSO leader was actually in the club, and she had told me about it. And I did theater in middle school and high school, and it was something that I really wanted to continue in college. And Seashow uh, was the thing that I really latched on to because I really liked the pace of it and the people who were there um and yeah Rebecca um I started my freshman year of college I got lonely um I saw it just pop up on my Facebook feed my roommate would get the emails because she signed up to do it because we both did theater in high school and I just applied to be part of C-Show I was able to do that I worked front of house for a main stage and then from there I kind of just got flipped on to doing it all. Hmm. Well, how many shows do the thespians do each uh, each academic year? Um, quite a few. Yeah. We have two main stages throughout the academic year, two C shows. We have a cabaret that is meant for AIDS research in Center County. 
and then a little fundraisers here and there, and then Sea Show does Disney Melodies mm-hmm. at the end of the school year, which is just a cute little show we put on for children to just listen to Disney songs. Mm. And you've um, been coming to Sclow for a few years, bringing a children's production. I guess, uh, you talk about maybe the relationship there, and maybe specifically uh, this year's show, Frog and Toad, and how that how that's come about. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm really excited about this year's show. This show was, Frog and Toad was actually voted on by um, the children when we did our show last semester, Winnie the Pooh. We had them vote on what show they wanted to see next, and they had chosen Frog and Toad. Um, And I forgot the rest of the question. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, well, that was part of how it came about. Uh And I guess, I mean, I guess, what are some, are there challenges, different challenges? Uh, with putting on children's production and you're in a different space, some of the challenges that the the company faces? Um, They're not really, like, hard challenges. I think the biggest one, especially we're facing now, is that a lot of children's books are not ones that we read in our childhood. So we're really having to Mm -hmm. go back and read them and really trying to interpret them as if we were children and seeing what we are able to perform for them. Because a lot of books we grew up with, like Frog and Toad, Winnie the Pooh, Corduroy, it's things that we saw. It's not just books, but like TV shows and movies. But all these new books, it's just a little hard to be like, how will we do justice to them? But it's always so fun to just get like members in there writing and creating. Kids always like it. So it's not the biggest stressor. It's just we want to do our best job. Yeah, our writers are really good at... um looking at these stories like through the mind of a child um which is kind of what you have to do when you like didn't have those books when you were a child so so yeah <laughs> well, that's an issue i mean what what are what are some books that you read when you were a child with that um that who knows maybe could be on stage in a few years what are some ones that uh, that made an impact on you there's one book that we've been trying to do what was it <laughs> Some of the monsters in the I park. wanted to do Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah. Um, but that's not really being read right now. We actually, the library emails us books and stuff that are more popular among the kids and such. So we want to try and do those. So they come and they watch and they're not just confused. Yeah. But, but yeah. we've done so many. <laughs> I I mean, I grew up with, with Corduroy. I had, like, the stuffed animal and Winnie the Pooh, which we did last year. Um... Madeline, which yeah. we saw, we've also done. And Magic Tree House, which we've also done. We've done Cat in the Hat. <laughs> We're kind of just running through them, because I believe we started in 83, so I think, yeah, <laughs> doing yeah, Seashell, so we've kind of just been going all through them, and I think we're running out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing Winnie the Pooh again, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess the one thing with college students doing it, I mean, you guys eventually graduate, so a new group maybe, yeah. can, and so it's new to them, but I mean, it is interesting... Uh, who knows, maybe some new, newer children's books maybe could make on the stage. Um, I guess, what kind of commitment is it to be in Penn State Thespians in terms of the hours and the time you put into it? It really depends. Um, I want to say I'm pretty involved compared to Ryan, no offense. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty much a club where you can pick and choose what you want. You can either focus on doing one very specific thing, like children's show, or you can just dive in head first. And it depends on the time of the semester. When I'm doing the main stage, I'm constantly inside the theater every single day after classes, and that is pretty much all I like do. But times like now, where I'm focused on C show, it's a lot more lax. I pretty much just do C show, and that's pretty easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you, I guess uh, I should have asked because you mentioned C. What is C show? What is uh, 
What does that um, uh, involve? Or what? C show stands for children's show. Okay, so. Um, and that's basically it encompasses a couple of different things that we do here at the library. Um, we do two shows, one each semester, based off of a children's book. Um, where we just write like a little like fifteen minute long play and put it on. Um, we do Disney melodies where we have our members um, sing Disney songs at the library. Is there anything? Else? I think that's pretty much. That's pretty what much. So we do. yeah. So children's show encompasses just like those few like smaller projects. Yeah. Children's show. I think it's also. I would say it's one of the longer processes we have because we pretty much start the second week of school and mm-hmm. we go till the week before finals usually because it's our writing meetings and it's our rehearsal staff process, our audition, casting, prod staff, and it's pretty cool. It's meant pretty much for our new members of the club to get involved mm-hmm. because it is a lot less intimidating than jumping into a main stage show that's yeah. like this whole world of like intense people. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, this semester you did Heathers, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how did that uh, come about, um, or how, how did that turn out? Um, <laughs> that was great. I was actually head of hair and makeup for Heathers, yeah. so that was a stressful one, trying to recreate all those looks. But Just a side note, that's not a children's show. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was just... It was very different than the show we did last semester, which was Cabaret, which I don't know oh, if yeah. you've yeah. ever seen or heard of, but it's a very depressive mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. But it was great. It definitely put me on a bit of a high, and coming down to see shows, not... <laughs> I'm going to say it's exciting, because that's not the word, but it it's not as intense. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more, like, no pressure kind yeah. of thing. Like... When it comes to a main stage, you want to almost get everything as perfect as you can because, you know, reviewers are coming and it's mm. all these fans are coming and, like, adults, you know, yeah. they're a lot more judgmental. <laughs> and then coming to see show where I know that if something doesn't go to plan, children aren't going to notice right. and parents are going to care. They're just going to care that their kids are having a good time and are enjoying themselves. Mm. Yeah. Where do you put on your uh, main, main stage? Uh, Schwab Auditorium. Schwab, okay, wow. Yeah. And then it's does the SCLO, we have the community room, does that offer challenges or advantages to doing a show in the, the community room? I'd say, I mean, I I like the setting of that because this is like, you know, a, a low-key, like, no-pressure kind of show. I, I like that the children are on the same level as, as um, the, actors. the actors. Yeah, that they aren't, like, on a stage, like, elevated and far away because then it feels like a lot less personal we have I know in the past run into like not like issues but like certain things that um have been like imagined for a show like the space isn't necessarily conducive for but that really just you know forces you to 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 work with the space and um keep it simple yeah it definitely lets the actors be more creative which a lot of them really do enjoy Mm -hmm. just making up things being imaginative and just being as eccentric as they can be for the children and just being this very dramatic person when acting compared to being more serious and such. Mm-hmm. You both have been in theater, I guess, um, before college. How did you first, did you f- grow up love, enjoying theater? How did you first become involved in, in, in theater? Uh, I became involved in theater in uh, elementary school. I really, I grew up, I really liked 
television and watching TV, and I liked the idea of acting, and theater was really just, like, the most accessible way to do that um, in school. Um, and then after, you know, just, like, acting and plays and stuff in school, I, I really started to enjoy theater as, like, a, I don't know, like a, like a culture. <laughs> um, yeah. I got involved in theater when I was around 15 or so. My best friend, she always loved it, always talked to me about it, but I never really, like, cared for it. And then once, when I went and visited her up in Philly, we went and saw Cinderella in the city, and I think watching that's a beautiful and magical show watching it kind of like hooked me on there and then for her 16th birthday her parents actually took us up to new york and we went on to broadway and watched all these shows and i think from there i was kind of just hooked Mm -hmm. and i just took a theater class in high school i didn't really like it (laughs) it was a process it wasn't honestly until second semester senior year when i got like super involved in a show that i was like I really like this. I want to explore it more. And then coming to such an open community that Thespians is here at Penn State, just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like I don't ever want to stop doing it kind of thing. <laughs> Would Cinderella be your favorite musical or play? Or uh, And Ryan will ask you, what your favorite one? Uh, Mine's piece? actually Cabaret. Um, when it comes to f- musicals that I saw, first of the few, Cabaret was like my second one that I saw a high school production of it. And that became, like, my favorite show instantly. Being able to do it last semester was definitely, like, a full circle thing for me. But I would say Cabaret is my favorite show. It's just, I think it's a beautiful show. Uh, my favorite show is uh, actually Spring Awakening, which Thespians did the semester before I got <laughs> here. So I actually haven't gotten to see it, like, in the flesh uh, before, but that's my favorite show by far. Um, I guess with the, getting back to the Frog and Toad, for people who are familiar with, I mean, how what was the writing process like? How how much uh, will people recognize from the books that you know they've read? <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much we grab them and we completely scrap anything and we just rewrite them new. We have a few like bits and pieces here that if their children have read the books, they'll understand and keep the characteristics. But it's just. We have so much freedom with it. Mm -hmm. We meet every single week for an hour on Wednesdays, and we just tell our new members, because it's mostly them, we're just like, write whatever you want to write, put it on a page, we'll see what works, and then you kind of always just end up with a show. Mm -hmm. It's We add new characters all the time, too. It's very lax. There are definitely some some Easter eggs from the (laughs) books in the show, though. In the first meeting, every time we start to write a new uh, show, we... We, like, get some of the books from the library and read them in the meeting so everyone can, like, get a vibe for it. And it also, like, sparks some ideas of, like, where we want the story to go. So there are, like, little specific things that were in the books that we did put in there. Um, but, but yeah, it is is a different story. The, the, peop- the members of the Thespians, are, are, they, are they mostly, are they people who want to continue on with theater as a profession are these people who just have a love of theater and want to be involved like like yourselves or I would say love of theater we talk about it a lot that when you come to thespians you come for the theater and you stay for the friends Mm -hmm. because it's so true um a lot of them are not theater majors our president is actually a science major I believe he's a physics major and he's trying to be a, a professor in college I'm a marketing major I forgot your major I'm a psychology major yeah most of us are not 
theater majors, we just really do it because we love it. And I think that's where our quality of production comes from, too, because it is such a passion project and it's not like a school project Mm -hmm. that there's always so much love that gets put into our shows, such as Children's Show. As uh, co-chairs, what... what can you talk about your sort of your job description? What what all that includes in, t- in terms of chairing, that? <laughs> <laughs> or um, what it doesn't include? <laughs> um, we pretty much have it split with what we deal with. That sounds like a negative thing. No, um, I mostly communicate with the library and things that are outside Penn State, mm-hmm. and Ryan will talk to like the students. And for specs, I would say that, like, if we had, like, bad cop, nice cop, he's definitely nice cop. I'm very much, and, like, we have to stick to a schedule. And he's like, She's, it's okay. Becca's definitely the, per- the, the person who keeps things, like, in line. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'm, I feel like I'm just along for the ride sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need both, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, I guess, how... I mean, how many people are in the get involved each year? I mean, do you, is every or do you have like try um, auditions that so only you have a limited number that can be part of thespians each year? Anyone can join thespians. Yeah, yeah any anyone can join thespians. We, um, it we, really depends on the shows too. How many people are involved? I know for Young Frankenstein, that was probably one of our biggest shows. It was easily like over a hundred and thirty people. But then when we did shows like Spring Awakening, which a much smaller cast and prod staff is less people, but there's always opportunities for everyone. Mm-hmm. What do you have uh, coming up in the uh, spring semester? Uh, as far as main stage shows, we have Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, we just chose our C show, which we haven't announced yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yes. We're keeping a little hush-hush. Yeah. yeah. And then Maid's Cabaret, which is our hate um, fun research happens early in the semester. Mm-hmm. And those are really three big ones. Mm. For the main stage shows, how, what's the selection process like? In terms, like you did Heather's this fall, you're doing you're uh, doing Mamma um, Mia. How did how do you get those? It's a, to- <laughs> a long process. You <laughs> have to speak to that better than I. <laughs> After our inductions, which happened in spring, there's a really long meeting. It's usually five to six. It's mm-hmm. kind of torturous. Um, usually the weather's never good either. It's kind of just, we know the weather's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And we sit in a room, we have people who present, and it's not like a short presentation. It's a really long thing where they have to send it into exec, exec has to approve it, and then they have to present pretty much every single detail of the show and why we should do it. And it's a voting process, which we... It just takes so long. Um, we used to do it process. on paper, but then we started doing it digitally, but we pretty much one by one strike out every show until we get the two, and then exec has to go back and approve those shows. And it's it sounds simple, but it's pretty much like a four-hour process of every single active member sitting in a room mm-hmm. and voting and discussing and talking about which shows we're able to do. We had a lot of freedom this path, this coming school year and like this past semester choosing our shows because we just got an endowment that allowed us to do a lot of things but that was fun it's just a long grueling process <laughs> of doing a, like a two hour induction and then the voting process and show selection mm-hmm. well Rebecca and Ryan thank you so much for joining us and we're looking forward to Frog and Toad at Sklow and, and, uh, and for people I guess uh, in the spring when will Mama Mia be at, at Schwab there <laughs> All right, I but, should know the dates, but I don't. <laughs> okay, we can post that as well. Okay, the up- late March. <laughs> okay. Right. So. 21st to 23rd, I believe. Great. But. Great.
Well, not sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you again, and again, we're looking forward to having you at Sclo again. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. So again, the Penn State Thespians will be in our community room for their production of Frog and Toad, Saturday, December 7th at 11 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. and Sunday, December 8th at 2.30 p.m. And then uh, just another hour special scheduling note, uh, the SCLO will be closing early on Friday, December 13th for a staff event. So it'll be closing at 1 p.m. on Friday, December 13th. Just note that. And then that weekend, December 14th and 15th, it's the first Frost Fest. This is an event our children's department and other staff members have helped create, and we are really looking forward to that. There's going to be stuff happening all around the library, a giant board game in our community room, crafts in our children's department, uh, uh, just things to really get you into the holiday spirit happening all around the library, December 14th and 15th. Uh, you can find out more at our website, sclolibrary.org. And you can also find out more by listening to the podcast. Next week, I'll have a few members of Sclo's Children's Department and staff who are helping to create FrostFest, and they'll be talking more about that uh, next week's episode. Uh, I want to thank Rebecca Velez and Ryan Castillo for joining us again to talk about the Penn State Thespians and Frog and Toad. We're looking forward to that. Hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving. If you're traveling, safe travels. And, uh, and again, everything is on our website, schoollibrary.org. You can follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. And until next time, again, happy Thanksgiving. Until next time, we hope to see you at Sclo Library.